Well, this is really interesting. I've got a guest with me in the studio, Joshua Newton, who is a PhD student at Curtin School of Molecular and Life Sciences and lead author candidate. That's not a bad title, Joshua. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> it's impressive, isn't it? Yeah. This is, I'm going to get you to explain all of this. You've been doing a study, haven't you, with spider webs? Yeah, so I work um, in a field called environmental DNA and it's where we can go into the environment and collect a sample and take the DNA off that sample and, and use that to match it back to the species that are in an area, so animals in an area. How do you find DNA if the animal's not there? Um, <laughs> everything that's living has DNA yes. and as it's moving through the environment, it's, it's dropping it around the place. Oh, so you look for droppings? Uh, no, we, we collect things like water and soil and, and things like that. So in this study, we collected spiderwebs because a bit of research been, has been done where we know DNA is in the air, floating in the air. It might be hair cells or on dust particles. Really? Um, so we can collect the spiderwebs, take the DNA off that and from that determine what animals are in an area. Okay, I'm going to break this down. The mm -hmm. spider webs are very delicate. Yeah. How do you manage to scrape DNA off that without damaging? Um, we don't worry about not damaging okay. the web. So I go out <laughs> and I collect the spider webs and I, and I oh. liken it to um, when Princess Fiona collects spider webs uh, to make fairy floss for Shrek. <laughs> I go out with a stick and I wrap it around on the stick and bring yeah, it back that to makes, the lab. That makes so. a lot of sense. Okay, yeah. now I'm visualising the spider webs. Mm -hmm. They're out there. They have collected dust particles. Is that what you're suggesting? Potentially, yeah. So oh, DNA right. might be on dust particles. We also know that um, DNA sticks to flies when they land on animals and we also know that things like mosquitoes have the blood meals of vertebrates as well. So we're, we're likely okay. collecting DNA from a wide variety of things. So it so might be... Yeah, go on. Might be off the insects, um, might be floating around in the air, could just be hair that's stuck on it, could be lots Gosh. of different things. Do the police use this information if there's someone gone missing or anything? They could, oh, you know? I suppose there's the potential of it, yeah, but, yeah. but the DNA fragments that we target are really short, so they can tell you what species is there, so I'd be able to say a human has been there, yeah. but... For me, I can't tell you who it is because I'm not targeting a long enough piece of DNA that gives have, me that information. Have you been looking at spiderwebs in this way for quite some time? Not really. Um, this has all happened over the last year. Oh, I was collecting right. them in February last How year. How did you discover that this might be a lead for you? Uh, it was um, one of my supervisors. There's been a bit of earlier work that where they um, they figured out that DNA is on spiderwebs. It, DNA of insects and that kind of makes sense it's the prey of the spiders um, and then yeah. so well, one of my supervisors Morton Alatoff he runs the trace and environmental DNA labs where I, my, I'm doing my PhD and he was at um, Bibra Lake and he saw the big massive golden orb spiders and he just thought well hang on I know these can hold DNA yeah. I know that there's DNA in the air potentially they're holding the DNA of the the animals that are around Do you know here. what they found out from that particular experiment? That one, I worked on that. That was the pilot study we did, and that was the kind of the beginnings of it where we realised that we could get lots of animals. What did it. you find? Uh, so out there, kangaroos, lots of domestic animals, dogs, horses, and all that kind My of stuff. My gosh, and, yeah. isn't that about... Just they, they have to brush past... This well, it's in the air, so not necessarily... Okay. We, we know that it's... Um, some of the work we did was at the Perth Zoo, so that was interesting. We are getting kind of elephants and rhinos and meerkats. And but you had, you had the, the spider webs were actually in the cage areas? Uh, just around your general access areas. I was just walking. I wasn't going oh. any of it. And we could kind of tell that most of the DNA you get is from animals that are close to the spider web, so within yeah. 20 metres. But you do get, mm. you do get DNA that's a, coming in from at least a couple of hundred metres away. So that is interesting that it mm. flies. It's in the air, that yeah. distance, isn't it? Yeah. 
What are you going to do with all this information? Well, good question. We're doing a little bit more work on it. We're testing it against some other environmental -sub DNA substrates that we normally um, would use, like water and soil. But I suppose the main goal with it, this, this environmental DNA stuff is it's a new way to monitor animals. Like so, their movement? Yeah, their movements or changes through time. So with species declining globally, it's really interest, It's really important for us to be able to track animals. You know, we, if we... If we can see if our management actions are working, are animals increasing, are, are okay. they decreasing? Can we find animals that are hard to find, like um, threatened species? Can we track the invasive front of, of invasive species? Yeah, that and makes a lot of sense, doesn't your it? Tradi traditional or your conventional methods work really well, trapping animals, seeing them, hearing them, but this is just a new way that we could potentially do that. You'd probably be able to detect a whole lot of more animals and species this way with dust particles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So sometimes we do. It depends on what we're using. But yeah. generally what we find is if you use your conventional methods and our environmental DNA methods together, it generally gives you the best results. So you went out into a wildlife sanctuary. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Yep. And there's no shortage of spiderwebs? No, not not this time of year. No, there's lots of them hanging around the place. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Are the spiders out of the web when you go to them? E yes, I hope so. Depending on the species, but yeah, they are, and we we kind of I move them gently off the web before I collect. Okay, the web. Yeah. so how long has this been going on now? The, the actual research and doing getting DNA from the webs for uh, my the vertebrate stuff has only been a year, but um, previous to this, it's only probably two or three years old this, okay. this stuff so yeah. we have to have a healthy respect for spider webs when we see them in future you do yeah yeah especially yeah. if you're committing a crime you <laughs> don't want to be noticed in the future well, that, that, that's what I'm wondering yeah. you know especially if people go missing in bushland mm. um, and then you know I mean there's a couple of cases actually current people gone missing and that sort of thing but yeah you have to find the spider webs first and well it's a way of checking yeah and the tricky thing is most of the human DNA I get off the spider webs is probably mine when I'm dealing with the samples oh, okay. unfortunately <laughs> yeah. yeah but if they know it's yours and they see someone else's mm. that there's an indication that they have been passed for those particles to fly that far mm. in the air to get to the web the web must be very um, what would you call it like a magnet to a lot of this being yeah, sticky it's sticky yes. lots yeah. of them they're not all sticky but they all they all yeah. adhere to it definitely yeah have you thus far come across animals that have gone past that you didn't know were in the area um as yet? Not really. I'm, I'm working in areas that are pretty well known and they're fenced oh, okay. and stuff like that. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, not so the future is is knowing how many species you've got in the area, if they're healthy, if things are healthy, that they're growing in numbers, and if they're starting to decrease in numbers, then you can work on something like that to fix that yeah, if you can. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. You can, you can figure out when, when we need to step in and implement management. Yeah. Mm. So tell us about your PhD. What, what are you doing on? What so it's all on environmental DNA. So th traditionally, that a lot of the work's been done in aquatic systems where you're collecting water. So I'm kind of looking at how we can use it in terrestrial systems. What things we can collect, like spiderwebs um, or air, different types of air samplers and and things like that. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's all for the future and the benefit of the animal, the wild species out there. That's the hope. Yeah. We do we have a concern about any particular species at the moment? There's lots and lots of species in declines here. It really? just depends where you look, really. Yeah. Anyone, anything that we can do, the general public, um, be made a bit more aware. I suppose it's all it's all the normal stuff. Reducing your impact as much as you can, whether it be more development. Yeah, development's huge. Mm -hmm. We we obviously are just continually moving out. The, the Perth CBD just is growing and growing and growing. But yeah, reducing that. Um, but 
as an individual, I suppose, if you if you want to do good things for the environment, it's all about reducing the meat that you eat. It's all about um, recycling and doing yeah, all those well, little things that everyone can do at thing, home. There's a lot of things that have to come together, don't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people are aware of it, and I think a lot of people are very, doing their very best, mm. but we all have to come on board, don't we? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Have you got a favourite species out there? <sighs> Well, that's a good question. Birds, are my favourite's the spotted partilope. It's my favourite bird. But Which is that one? Spotted partilope. It's a beautiful little oh. bird. almost looks like it's got an Aboriginal painting on its back. It's really? Very, yeah. And where do you find that? Uh, up in, uh, all through the hills of Perth and the tree hollows. Yeah. Oh, really? Are they tiny birds? They are very small, yeah, yeah. little bush bird. Tell you what, around here at Curtin University, the parrots and the... the what does the... The one I keep forgetting the name of the species they're worried about, you know, they're not going to survive. The, the black with the white tails... Not magpies. You can't. Okay. Not sure. I'm terrible because we've, we've t- I've spoken to people about this. They're worried about the, you know, the trees getting cut down mm. because that's where they oh, nest. Oh, the, the canopy. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I've, there's a lot here. Yeah. Yeah. They're around, but it's it's an aging population. So the issue is is um, that as a. Oh, do you know fault. what I do when that happens, Josh? I sit on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you're a muffled, <laughs> muffled ring. I thought I turned it off, but apparently not. <laughs> no, that's okay. So, yeah, so the carnaby, that's it, carnaby, I have to yep. remember. There were heaps of them. They're into the pine trees and the pine nuts, I think. Lots of them around, but yeah. ageing populations. So as as the population ages, they'll get less and less recruitment. And, and because they're not I'll, breeding enough? Yeah, not breeding as much. Oh, so, yeah. goodness me. Oh, that's terrible. Mm. Well, the trees here make a difference at they least. Do, yeah. 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 Congratulations, everything you do. Keep, us in, keep in touch with us won't you? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, we'll do. Thank you, Joshua.